Now, no joke, the Russian bodybuilder, he took the cast iron pan and then he just rolled it up like a blunt and just in the... Oh, hi guys, welcome to Maximum News. Sorry, that was just... D don't pay attention to that. I am your host, as always, your friendly neighborhood, uh, Simpsons Ken, Max Danger Derrett, and joining me as always, sitting to, uh, it feels like he's on my right, at least with the headphones I'm wearing, he is Cybsidian of the Triple S League. How you doing, Cybe? Good. Good, good. And then we have uh, the other, is it, okay, third of the Triple S League? No, technically first, I mean... Yeah, this, this is normally how we look at it. We're just we're just the two so far. Oh, and okay. Then the third. Yeah, and then Mooney's the third, and and we have we've had uh, so many other people join us over the years. Right, but you guys are like the three main heads. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We are. Since Moon came along, she was she was the third. She was like the first third person to join us who actually stuck around. Yeah. So nice. Okay. All right. So accurate third Ash from the Triple S League. How's it going, dude? Mm -hmm. It's going pretty good. Good. Yes. It's going pretty good. I imagine it's pretty going pretty good unless you're playing on PC right now. Um, <laughs> so, guys, just so you know, Ash, unfortunately, isn't able to join us for the majority of the podcast today. But we did want him to come and speak on this one specific subject. There's a little game called Star Wars Jedi Survivor that came out this past week. I really want to play it. But I haven't had time to play Jedi Fallen Order yet. I played the, la the first few hours like a year or two ago. I really, really liked it. It's a really damn good game. But... I just the nature of my job it doesn't allow me to play games that i can't really you know do something with for my personal channel so it is what it is but thankfully we have ash here who is currently playing through it ash uh i assume you liked jedi fallen order how are you liking jedi survivor and what platform are you playing on well max if if you do get a chance to play jedi fallen order uh instead of jedi survivor uh, like you, you might as well pass over Survivor and play Fallen Order. You'll be very impressed with the improved graphics. Um, so I am playing on PC, and uh, I, I don't know if you guys caught my joke there. Yeah, I yeah, caught well, it. I, 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 if people aren't understanding, it's the the uh, the, joke the is first that game. Fallen is Order. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Survivor. So Jedi Survivor is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, and uh, I re I did really enjoy Jedi Fallen Order. As a matter of fact. Uh, well, and it's not just me, a lot of, it got, it was very well reviewed overall. And a lot of people were surprised because it came out of EA somehow. And it, it, the developer was Respawn Entertainment, which was, which is one of EA's studios. Well, that's the and reason they were like, why. how did this happen? They have a, a good game, uh, made in Unreal Engine. It, it's not full of microtransaction and, and loot box crap not asking you to buy stuff every 30 seconds. There's just a, a solid, a solid single player story driven adventure from, from a studio that belongs to the company that said that we don't need any more single player story driven adventure games because no one wants that anymore. Uh, that's what EA said. And anyway, we proved to them that we do actually want that. So of course, uh, Jedi Fallen Order had it. It was going to get a sequel. Now, at the time that Fallen Order came out and I was playing it, um, my my analysis of it was that it, it was a very safe formula for a Star Wars game, but it was good. You know, safe as in they, they didn't take any major risks with it. They just made a good action-adventure game in the Star Wars universe. And I really had fun with it. It was a great sort of spiritual successor to, you know, the older Jedi games with Kyle Katarn. Uh, it... it was kind of like a really advanced version of, of, of those older games that I don't know if you played the max with Cybe and I used to play like we were all over those games. Which games were uh, those? Uh, the Jedi Knight series. Ah, uh, no, like, I didn't. These are, we're talking, the, these games are a couple decades old now. Yeah, it's like the PS1 long, era, right? Maybe even, well, I would you I say? Was, oh, so, no, I'm thinking Jedi Academy. Think, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jedi Academy so, is the third game. Actually, the fourth game in that series. Mm -hmm. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. So I remember that. Yeah, Jedi yeah, the, Academy um, was probably early PlayStation. Uh, so era. the first, the first one wasn't actually even part of that series. The very first game in that series was actually called Dark Forces, mm -hmm. and this is a slightly after the first Doom game. Yeah, that's how it played. Old. It played mm -hmm. very much. It was a Doom game. Same like graphics a lot better graphics 
but they had um they had these like scenes in it that are that were made that were replicated in Rogue One. There's a bunch of like iconic scenes and moments where with Mon Mothma and with um uh, um although it, he, because Kyle doesn't exist in that universe because it was rewritten by Kennedy because she's such a brilliant leader. Um, the it was the um, what's the guy's name? He's he's got the whole show made, named after him now. Oh, Mandalorian. No, no, no. The the other new Star Wars one. Oh, uh, Andor. When that. Andor. Andor. Yeah, so Cassie and Andor. Andor yeah. Cassie and Andor, there's a scene where he's sitting with a jacket and he's kind of like folded arms crossed. That's a, a that is that scene is basically a one to one of a scene in the Dark Forces game, which again just shows that the person who like when they made that from the the movie from Rogue One, um, they were really trying to replicate the Dark Forces feel. That that it was dark forces that originally brought out the the dark troopers the you know the all black heavy heavy like super heavy arm troopers that was them and yeah so that it goes back for years and then they just abandoned this entire very successful series to do um, to just reboot the lore they threw yeah. it all away and, then, and well and that 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 happened when Disney bought uh, Star Wars yeah. Yeah, also the old Jedi Knight games were retconned out of existence but a lot of a lot of what existed there was again sort of re reinterpreted into Rogue One and Andor. But anyway, so Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor are not direct sequels to that series but they're they they're similar in a lot of ways. They have a similar feel. Um minus kind of the f- first person shooter aspect of it, but um the All right. Gotta kind of gotta kind of collect my thoughts here again after yeah. that tangent. So Sorry. at the time that uh, at that Fallen Order came out, uh, yeah. So I said it was a great a great start, and I hoped for a sequel that took the same formula and expanded on it. And it looks like that's exactly what they did uh, in terms of the actual design of the game. They added more abilities, more saber stances, great characters, great NPCs. They added. They expanded things in in other ways, like adding a town hub, at least one town hub that I've come across so far. That kind of thing didn't exist in in Fallen Order, um, and this is and that's all in the first few hours. I've encountered characters that I've loved. Um, I like the story so far. They really they sped up the climbing and and sort of Tomb Raider parkour elements of it. They sped it up so when you're climbing things, it's not like painfully slow anymore uh like it is in most games so there's a lot to love about this but that is completely overshadowed by the fact that the release of this game was completely botched it's got performance issues on all platforms not just pc pc Mm -hmm. is the worst by far yeah but on consoles people are having major performance issues as well playstation 5 and the xbox series x so this is a travesty uh, somehow, somehow EA managed to botch their, the thing that, the one thing in the past decade that actually improved people's opinion of their company, which was this Jedi series. Right. And the, the one good Jedi game, or Star Wars game, period, that's come out of the last few years. The, the, um, like the ship flying game, oh shoot, what was, what is it called? I don't remember the title of it. The ship flying game that came out a oh, few Rogue years Squadron? later. Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. That was yeah. that was pretty good. Wasn't anywhere near the quality of of Fallen Order, but that's so that's where we're at, and it's a real it's really uh, it's really a shame because when this game works, it's fun, and I'm really enjoying it. But I have to advise people: do not buy this until they fix it, and even then. You have to decide if you want to reward EA for perpetuating this this practice of releasing a broken game and then fixing it after the fact. Now, it's not just EA. A lot of publishers and studios are doing this. In fact, somebody posted on Twitter a collection of the <laughs> a collection of the you remember like the yellow the yellow plaque images that uh, CD Projekt Red was putting out for all their announcements about Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um 
And one of them was, you know, the we're sorry, this game is broken. We're going to fix it in patches. Someone posted a collection of these from different studios like Naughty Dog for The Last of Us on PC. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, that one. Uh, and now this latest one for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. These statements that companies are putting out. Oh, you know, the, these games are just not... We are, we are aware and slightly apologize for, for the fact that the, this is not living up to our standards, and we're sorry if we disappointed you. Well, if it wasn't Dis living up to your standards, then why the hell did you release it in the first place? That's a very good question, Max, because like I said, this isn't a case where it's like a, a few, a handful of people with strange PC configurations that the game is absolutely performing poorly on. That's going to happen. Really, you can't test for every possible PC configuration out there. There's going to be some anomalies where the game just doesn't run for whatever reason for a percentage of people. Absolutely. But, but that doesn't stop the fact that in the recent past, because, you know, I'm, I'm not that old and I can remember this, when it comes to major titles, when they get PC releases, they come out and virtually no problems, well, not no problems, virtually it, they're well regarded as good PC ports. Like, crap, if Konami can do a good port of Silent Hill 4 for <laughs> the PC, uh, and you know how Konami is, well, okay, granted, that's not exactly an apples-to-apples -apples type of comparison, uh, so I'll retract that. But look, the, the ultimate point is that PC releases, PC versions of games up until now have come out and there hasn't been as much fanfare but it, every other week it sounds it seems like we're getting uh, a pc port that is terrible and mm -hmm. i want to know why that is is it because like games are getting more complex or is it because game developers are getting lazy i don't know i don't it, i'd hate to say that it's the second the latter uh example what, what do you think it is side i i think it, it is a, it is a little bit of laziness but there does seem to be a problem because we've encountered this problem ourselves. So we got, we got Mooney a brand new PC. And even today, we were just like Star Rail came out. She's been playing it. It's very much like I would say it's a very much a Chrono Trigger type game RPG in that there's lots and lots of RPG stuff going on. in my language, man. Are, yeah, it, it's, it's really good. It's a turn-based game. It's really good. Um we're really happy with it. It does have a gotcha system, but the gotcha system has been largely ignorable by a, by a lot of people. So you're only spending money on it if you really want to. Not that you need to, if you really want to spend money. That's that's how you're spending money. And I think that's good. I think they should stick with that mentality when they're designing these. At any rate, her computer kept on crashing the game. The game kept on just like two minutes in, it would just hard crash or it would freeze or it would this or it would that. And it wasn't until we disengaged some of those advanced tools that you have uh, for, for high-end graphics cards, uh, which she has, that those problems stopped. And that seems to be reading from a bunch of the notes. If somebody has a, um, a high-end graphics card, and then maybe like not a super high-end motherboard or, or processor. There seems to be some kind of a problem there with that, even though, again, you think how could, you know, how could, how could anybody, because it's not just like NVIDIA or, or just, you know, uh, um, one of the other card companies. It's like we're seeing this across the board as a whole and not just in, again, as, as Ash said, uh, it's not just the PCs, it's the, because you have this similar hardware in some of the uh, the new consoles, and some of the new consoles can't even run this stuff properly. And and I think that that's I think either there's a massive disparity in different parts being made by different people, like different companies and organizations being put together, and there's just this something has fallen apart there that that wasn't really that big of an issue, you know, last gen, um, or there's this just somebody's dropping the ball on these updates or somebody's not, you know, the drivers aren't working or there's other problems that we're not seeing. And, and I'm really curious as to what the particular reason is, but clearly 
we're seeing other games coming out that are managing to not have that same effect. You know, they have the same great, like high, you know, high graphical options and we're not seeing any of those same problems. You know, a bunch of betas came out recently. There's been a bunch of tests. We've got so many games coming out over the next week. In one week's time, we've got like 10 games coming out, three of which I'm trying to cover. And it's it's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And um, we're not hearing the same problems because, and I'll, I'll just, for example, this one again, um, uh, the, uh, the Age of Wonders 4. Uh, I think it's Age of Wonders. I'm going to kick myself if I th- I'm thinking the wrong one. Uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 and a bunch of these other games that are that are coming out. Um, and it's like, I know people who are beta testing them, that they're in the final betas, like getting ready for launch, especially Age of Wonders 4. I, I've been watching, there's lots of people who've been, you know, the, they've been in the beta, the, the, the devs have been doing streams of it. And their teams haven't run into the same level of problems. So the question is like, okay, let's wait a week. Uh, Age of Wonders drops in, I think it's like, uh, it's like 32 hours or something like that. Uh, we'll see where everything's sitting at at that time. Like, w- is it going to be just as bad, if not worse? But I, I kind of think not going to be an issue because actually it's not all these minor issues that's what you're paid to do. You're paid to fix these errors before they're an actual problem. And I don't think that all these big companies, and we've seen this with, especially with Activision lately, with the with their with their <clears throat> stupid response from their leadership, going, you know, if you're in Q and A and you're trying to fix these problems and find these issues, this might not be a long-term job for you because Q and A is just Q and A. Nobody really values you. You're not really important. That was an actual thing that they said right before you know everything crashed on them, and they had absolutely no c- capability of fixing that kind of stuff. And again, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think, yeah, you, I think you have. Identified I, I, went, the problem. I went the long way around it, but that's yeah. yeah. Because again, the, these problems with with the Jedi game are happening on the consoles as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's worse on PC, but consoles are having bad performance too, and getting absolutely review bombed for it. And that's standardized hardware. You don't have different graphics cards in different Xboxes. That's always the same. And so it should run on most of those systems, unless they've got an actual flaw in the hardware, it should run the same. So what happened? Obviously, they didn't test it properly before rollout, or they're just completely incompetent, which either way is... is, That's basically the same thing. Yeah, that's not Uh, So, but... And this then is compounded by the fact that they come out with this, uh, this, this patronizing tweet plaque that I that I mentioned before, saying, "We are aware the Jedi Star Wars Jedi Survivor isn't performing to our standards." Like I already want to scratch my eyes out for a percentage of our PC players. Well, yeah, I mean, ninety five percent is a Here's percentage. A percentage. In particular, though, and then they they narrow they say in particular those with high end machines or certain specific configurations, and they specifically cite, uh, you know, high high end GPUs coupled with lower performing CPUs and stuff like that. And I don't know, maybe that is part of the issue, but that's it's clearly it's clearly not just those people, because again, like I said, like it's also consoles, so. <laughs> So this just rings ridiculously hollow. Just admit you screwed up. Admit yeah. you should have. Th- this game Hire needed another. More yeah, testers. Hire, Hire more testers. Hire testers. Maybe don't push it out because here you have a. Dis- I mean, I there's the developer and then there's the publisher. EA is calling the shots about when this game goes out. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know where the division of responsibility falls as far as you know how much of this is respawn's fault, how much of this is the, uh, you know the C the uh, you know the parents the parent mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. at EA, how much is their fault? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate about that, but I do know EA decides when it gets published, and it was not ready to be published. It was not ready to be out. This this game needed 
minimum another six months in the oven to work out these issues because it's so bad. It is. Um, now that said, once I once I turned all the graphics settings down to low and turned off ray tracing, uh, I managed to get it up to 60 frames per second most of the time. So now I'm having fun with it and <laughs> it's really good. It looks like it's eight to 10 years old. Um, and so I would, I'm sure I would get better graphics playing Fallen Order again on the same machine. Cause I, I definitely, I was able to crank those graphics up pretty high. Um, and it looked really, really good. And the thing, but you know, with the lightsabers and, and the Star Wars universe, you don't want to play it with low graphics. I mean, no, it, it, this game was built to be eye candy as much as it is to be fun. So it's disappointing. It on the same graphics engine that the Battlefront games are on? Or am I mistaken? Uh well let me see here. E- either way, like Fallen Order was Fallen Order was made in Unreal. Unreal. Oh okay. Well <laughs> Jedi Survivor. Now Survivor What yeah. engine did they use? Nah, I, uh a quick search says Unreal Engine 4. Unreal Again. Engine 4. So same engine as the previous game. Gosh, can you imagine a Star Wars game in Unreal Engine 5? That's going to oh, be dope as hell. If yeah. they get it to work. If, if, yeah, yeah. If, if, they have <laughs> if it's actual, not put like, out by EA, then it should be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's how it is. Here's some other issues. They want to they want to blame PC configurations and all of that. They essentially want to push the game, the blame off onto us. That's how it comes across when you read it. Read that statement. Um, OK, well, that, so it comes okay, across to okay. me anyway. That's fine. That's fine if that's the case. Well, PC configurations take a lot of time and you got to go through all the different variations in order to make sure that the thing works properly. Fine. Why didn't you do that? Good question. Like I said, six months to a year, this game was delayed once already. And yeah, delays aren't fun, but I think, I mean, you know, what's less fun is wasting $80 on a game that doesn't work. Exactly. Exactly. It's 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 inexcusable, but could could there be other problems as well? Could it be that they shoved Denuvo onto this thing? And yes, it it does run Denuvo. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, could that is well known to drag down performance. Now, is that the main problem? I can't say. Um, I'll let tech YouTubers figure that out. But I I would be I would be so. So very interested to to find out whether or not that's actually the problem. That'd be that'd be very interesting. But you know because what? The that, tech if, the tech reviewers are getting screwed over too because uh, this is from Dual Shockers. <laughs> EA, the, the Denuvo DRM protection on Jedi Survivor is locking tech reviewers out of the game when they try it on multiple systems because it's detecting that they're playing it on too many computers. So they're, uh, they're getting locked out of the game for 24 hours. Oh, <laughs> that's, uh, oh, wow. this happened to Daniel Owen. This happened to digital foundry. Uh, there's an article on it at dual shockers. If anyone wants to uh, look into that, but what, what problem does, does the, uh, does the, the DRM actually solve. You're not going to convince that someone who is willing to pirate the game. You think they're you think they're more likely to buy the game if you add the DRM, right? I mean, <laughs> the logic is just not there. Yeah. I I have to wonder if there's possibly another cause. Could it be that it was just very poorly optimized, either by it could be incompetence on the part of developers, or maybe they just didn't have enough time to develop it. Uh, but when I'm on in the first world, which is Coruscant, and of course, uh, you know, it's very demanding on on the hardware because it's, it's Coruscant. It's Coruscant. There's stuff happening everywhere, flying vehicles all over the place, lots of lighting effects. Yeah, you know, but when I walk into an enclosed room where I can't see the outside and I get no improvement on my frame rate... Uh, that's that seems wrong to me. That seems like something's not right there. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy their excuses. 
Uh, I mean, it could there could be some truth to it that certain configurations are problematic, but I I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. They, they they just they screwed up. They screwed it up. This game was not ready for release yet. And again, that's obvious when you just point at the fact that consoles are also having these issues, and that's standardized hardware. So so this is this is BS what they what they've put out here. Well, I'm sorry so, to hear about all that, dude. But uh, at least in my case. <laughs> it just gives me more time uh, to try and get to Jedi yeah. Fallen Order before I get to uh, Survivor when it works. Yeah, right? just so. wait. Wait to buy this if you're going to buy it. And again, we have to ask ourselves, should we reward them by fixing it after the fact and then buying it? That There's a kind of a dilemma there in my mind. Mm-hmm. I want to love... Well, I do love this game, but should we reward these this practice? No. Then again, if we want to punish ea are we also punishing uh you know developers that worked hard on it and and could potentially have their jobs suffer if the game doesn't perform well and it is it is a good game and there's just all these sides to it that it's it's a tough issue bottom line i just you know EA should just go to hell and 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 let people make <laughs> games and not put their stupid launcher on everything. Oh, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. You have to have their their stupid EA app running in the background. Yeah. And you have to log into it and get an EA account. So I had to go to my old email address, reset my password for my ancient EA account that I forgot I'd even had. But yes, don't don't buy this game right now. At least wait till it's patched and fixed and and stuff because there are also it's not all graphic stuff either there's game breaking bugs in it people have had their save files corrupted oh god it's there's so so much that because and it's disappointing because when like i said when it when it works it's very polished it's very fun so uh, it's really just an extreme disappointment well, guys, are you having any of the same problems? I imagine you are. It seems to be pretty ubiquitous. Um, did you play it on console? Are you having a lot of the same issues there? Just let us know in the comments section below. It's a crappy situation, but hey, a lot of games coming out, as I've said, over the next month and for the entirety of the year. Hopefully Silent Hill 2 comes out sometime, <laughs> and it's good. Um, so just try to focus on that, and hopefully those games will be better. All right, uh, you got a drop then, Ash? Yeah, thanks, guys. I've got some other stuff I've got to attend to tonight, but it was great to be here to discuss this. Wish it was better news, but uh, I look forward to hearing the rest of the show. Thank you very much, dude, and uh, talk to you later. All right, see ya. Now, speaking of games that are coming out later this year and that are almost certainly going to work pretty well, Armored Core 6. I didn't see this one coming, so I... I, I, Uh, In August? Are you kidding me? Yeah, well... We, I saw it come out. Uh, the first trailer came out when we were, what was it? It was the event of like a couple of weeks ago, right? Um, yeah, what was and it? And I saw it, it was like a teaser of it. Uh, oh, it was it the was, state of play, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. state of play. I, I'm pretty sure it was the state of play. I could, I could be wrong, but I did, I did see the trailer and I said back then, uh, when we talked about it initially, I was like, I was like, you know, I, I, Armored Core was a good, was always like, was always a good game. Um, it, 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 again, legendary developers behind it, um, and enjoyable. Uh, I did grow up on the Mech Warrior, like game, and yeah. in Mech Warrior, you have, um, you know, speed is small. You have, you are in a small. The the smaller the mech you're in, the faster you are, and the larger the mech you're in, the slower you are. But the more absolute devastating city leveling first volley attacks that you have, um, and I, and I really I really do love that uh, because it's very methodical. It's like it's it's not just about the twitch. It's about the there is room for twitch. Obviously, that's that's in the smaller mechs, um, and you can you could definitely outmaneuver larger mechs um, in certain situations all the time. But the 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 super heavy mechs where you know you're you you're very strategic and one of the best mechs in the lore that I really love is the stealth mech that's got basically what what equivalents to a giant shotgun and he had seven shots and he took out seven mechs with the seven shots that he had 
and he had the stealth field generator. Nobody knows where the, the mech is now. But that's one of my favorite things because it emphasizes the importance of, you know, just this hunter mentality. This like, you know, you're you're hiding, you're you're utilizing terrain to your advantage to hide yourself or to take cover behind, and then you're you're using that, or you're in the city and you're using the the the, the giant buildings to block yourself. Um, so that's where I come from. And I'm not saying that Armored Core is bad or that I don't like the first look of it. I think it looks great. I think it looks very interesting. I'm really excited about how they're doing some of these giant, giant, absolutely massive environments. Uh, they look like they go on forever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's where it's like, that's so amazing. That looks so beautiful and so fascinating and how far can i really go in these worlds are they actually that big you you know or am i going to run into an invisible wall it's like i hope not but but we'll see but overall i'm just looking at this and i'm going this looks very beautiful this looks like the this next gen uh mech game um that a lot of people have been waiting for 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 a very long time and and i think we're going to get something obviously that's that's big um and and we'll see like how how it kind of plays out uh so yeah i that that's my like you know i don't i'm not super excited for it because it's it's not the like for myself to play it i'm super excited that if it's coming out with what it looks like it's coming out coming from the guys who made elden ring and all that kind of stuff it's the it looks like it's going to be fantastic for the gaming community uh but i may not pick it up <laughs> you know, early on because a way too many games to play, but also just not, not really my, my style. And I've been asking this on Twitter a lot. It's like, what, what are your guys' thoughts? And and so please answer in the comments. Like, what do you think is the, like with giant mechs that are literally, you know, like 40 stories tall, what do you prefer? Do you prefer something that, that darts around like a, a wasp around the city that that just plows through buildings like that or something that's like you feel that weight you feel yeah. that, like every shot has meaning and, and especially with um anybody who uses ac cannons it's like you only got like 20 rounds for this ac cannon you could go in just burp, but then you're like burp. oh no i got no ammo you know, so I, I would love to to feel like feel out that there are some fights that obviously look, you know, it's a completely different machine. What with those like giant lasers that just sweep the the terrain. And, and that's really cool, too, because I, I did, you know, I've watched a lot of like um, Japanese mech anime. And obviously that's like a mm-hmm. that's a, a, a freaking a staple of giant mech weapons there in that game. It's not it's not the same as Mech Warrior. But I still, I still like it, and I'm still really interested to see it. Uh, I'm not sure how excited I am going to be until I see a little bit more gameplay. Yeah, uh, that's the only thing I want to see. I want to see somebody play, play it, not clips of playing it, because right. that's yeah, that's where we we don't know what we're quite getting our hands on. Yeah, um, it seems to me with the research that I've done on the old Armored Core games, because unfortunately I never played them, but uh, my wife had, and uh, we looked at some clips. It looks to be like an organic continuation of that type of gameplay, but just taking advantage of newer hardware, graphics, possibility for bigger arenas, that sort of thing. And it keeps all the kinetic mech gameplay that you would expect from that uh, those old games. Plus, it helps that the guy who is helming, who is leading this project, is the same guy who led Sekiro. And... Mm-hmm. You know, people really love Sekiro. Uh, one game of the year, for God's sake. Thing is, though, I'm still in somewhat your camp as well, Cy. I, I have no doubt it'll be great. I have no doubt that people will love it because it's from software. But am I going to pick it up? I don't know. And the main reason why is because, well, lately, Cy, I've been playing Sekiro. And I don't know if you've ever played Sekiro, but playing that game gives me a heart attack. It's not like <laughs> playing Dark Souls or Elden Ring where... Exactly. Yeah, it's it's not like playing those games where there's a reasonable journey between screwing up, learning what you need to do, and mm-hmm. overcoming the difficulty. 
for Sekiro, that stuff is amped up to 10. And I'm sorry, there's no excuse for Dragon Rot. If anybody who's played Sekiro is listening to this, <laughs> do not give me that. Bl- I almost swore. Okay, just, but look, the point is, if I'm going to be getting that type of kinetic gameplay with Armored Core 6, I'm not sure if I'm going to want to buy it because it just might not be the game for me. Yeah, very and that's that's why I mentioned so much about, you know, the difference between the the Mech Warrior and the Armor Core games is this is supposed to be again super fast, very twitch based, you know, and some people love that. And that's and, great. And, yeah. and that's it's, it's a genre like that's it's there for a reason, right? Um but then the, there are people who like to you know, have things be a little bit more methodical, a little bit more like planning things out. You know, your your shots absolutely count. And again, like people can still have that when they're playing like a shooter, you know, a Twitch-based shooter. It's like, well, I could do that with like seven rounds in my sniper rifle. I could take out a whole team of five. It's like, yeah, and that, that's very impressive, but that's not my jam. I, I can't stand like super fast-paced Twitch stuff because I'm not, not unless I'm like feeling like third person, I, I tend to like, I get into it way more because I feel like I'm seeing, I have way more information to deal with yeah. because like positioning and, you know, you, you have better like rotational access, stuff like that with somebody with the Twitch shooter. It's like, I don't know how the, I don't know how some people manage to play that and not throw up. Of course, that that's just me though. So yeah. don't, don't, don't judge too harshly, but yeah, that's, that's where it's like, Oh my God! Slow, slow down. F- five seconds, please. Oh God, this is so, this is so not like ugh, gross. Or at least provide us with a learning curve that is reasonable. You know, like Elden Ring yeah. did. <laughs> well, anyways, that's Armor Core Six. It's coming out August twenty fifth. Less than four months, which is uh, like unbelievable. So and it's games coming out. What I am know. I gonna do? <laughs> it's uh, first world problems, man. First world problems. Yeah. All right. Speaking of uh, vehicles that attack each other, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the best I could do. Speaking mm-hmm. of vehicles that attack each other, uh, Sibe, there's a Twisted Metal show coming out. Welcome to Twisted Metal. Oh my god, I, I swear to god, if they do not, uh, you, you saw me tweet about this on Twitter, Sibe. If they don't play yeah. Beat the Creeper by Rob Zombie at some point in the show, I'm going to slash somebody's tires i know i said that before <laughs> but it's true uh yeah so a teaser for the twisted metal tv show came out it's been in production for a while we finally got our first look just a teaser less than a minute long we saw anthony mackie uh jamming out to a good old canadian band len don't steal my sunshine which is a weird song to put in a twisted metal but okay, I'll take it if it's, you know, if the guys who wrote Deadpool think it's okay for Twisted Metal, I'll trust them. And then we just saw him drive down a road uh, shooting guns. So it's just- I, I found that I, I have to add this. It looks cool when you do that. But for the love of God, why do you hate roads and and and? Uh, and I get I'm guessing like flora on the side of the road, like. He gets in the car, immediately starts shooting. The camera pans out. What was he shooting at? Nothing. <laughs> just the road is empty. Yeah. He was just shooting for the fun of shooting. I, I, it's so weird when when because it's a cine, cinematography thing. But it's so weird when they do that. It's oh like come that. on! Don't tell me you don't like when you're playing Overwatch. You don't just start shooting stuff in the waiting room before the match actually begins. True, true, true. I guess it's, it's, I guess it's like that. I, for me, whenever I see that happen, it always like, it reminds me of that final scene from the very first, like, you know, Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Was it Tobey? Yeah. Tobey Maguire, yep. where he, he, he flies up to the tallest building in New York. And then what does he do? He shoots Webb up and he swings towards the camera. And you question, you're sitting there going, <laughs> what did he shoot? The, did he just shoot a stream of, Stuff just out. Did he? Did he tag a passing helicopter? Like, yeah. like what? How did? What did he do? It looked really cool. And again, it looked really cool it's when iconic. they did it in, in this, right? But it's like, what's he? What's he shooting at? Like, so that's the thing. That's my only gripe. And again, when I've said this a thousand times before, when my only gripe is a little cinematography thing in in a trailer, 
I th- I have a good feeling about the show. I think this might be good. Hopefully, just for and again using that the old you know the old Transformers line. I don't want this show to be anything more than a bunch of really cool cars shooting and blowing up other really cool cars. If we have an entire episode where some dudes in a garage talking about his feelings for three hours, I'm probably not going to watch the show because when I see twisted metal TV show, I'm like, this is going to be like, you know, like this is going to be like fast and the furious. If you take out all the, we're family and we're going to have a conversation and we're going to stare at each other with big eyes and muscles for long periods of time. No, I, I'm not into it. I, it's really boring. It's yeah. not. It, give me cars that blow up other cars and then a loose plot around that. Just like Transformers. It's just big giant robot things beating on each other. That's what's cool about that. Yeah, that's, so my fingers are crossed. Hopefully, they, they do this right. <clears throat> well, what, hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, they don't try to put like some sort of existential plot in there. But I would like to see like a, a dive into the personalities of the people from Twisted Metal, like Sweet. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I don't know. Did you ever play Twisted Metal Black? Uh, that was a PS2 version. No, no, okay. I didn't play that one. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That people really enjoyed Twisted Metal Black for that reason is that it gave a greater in-depth look. Not not too much that it distracted from the whole point of Twisted Metal Black, which is just to go into an arena and shoot the crap out of everybody with guns on their cars. But it was mm-hmm. there to just sort of give extra character to the universe. I would be fine if they did stuff like that. Uh, especially for Sweet Tooth, who I forgot to mention. We do see a little bit at the end of the trailer and thank god that he's there because otherwise i would ride uh, <laughs> it'd be weird right it'd be like having a metal gear solid show without solid snake but uh yeah um just a teaser we have a few more months to wait and that's fine uh, like you're just saying in regards to video games there's enough stuff to get to but looks good and they got the deadpool guys behind it doing the story so that's another positive thing and we're on the momentum of great video game adaptations into movies and TV. So hopefully this continues that trend. And yeah, then we get another one. All right. Moving on to what what is Vampire Survivors. Remind what that is again. So that is the so it set off the reverse um bullet hell game. So bullet hell is where you are, you know, you're like a you're like a spaceship zipping along um a map and you have like 10,000 things shooting at you at once. Right. And and you maneuver your your plane around it as you shoot stuff. Like reverse bullet hell, yeah. Reverse bullet hell is um so in Vampire Survivors like you get a central character, you move around a map, collect things, get power-ups, and you start just becoming a death god of shooting things out. Sometimes they're laser beams, sometimes it's jets of flame, sometimes it's um, it's giant like spinning blades or shooting arrows or whatever. And you just, you just power yourself up. You got all of those different types of weapons on you all at the same time. Um, and they're all just, and then you're, you're fighting literally thousands of other mobs. And so other literally on the screen, it's rendering thousands of mobs coming at you all at once, but you're this death God shooting out giant lasers that are beaming and pulsing and you got these birds throwing out big waves of bombs and you just killing stuff left and right. So that's, that's the, um, that's the core concept behind, uh, the vampire survivors. It spawned an entire genre literally overnight. Uh, there are now dozens, dozens and dozens and dozens of these games because they're, they're fairly easy to make. They're fairly easy to code. Um, and they're very, very popular because you can you can run them. I just picked up one the other day, actually, which is um, much more sci-fi. Uh, you land on a on a planet in a in a literally out of a pod. You get out, and you got a big gun, and you just start blowing stuff up. Uh, and again, it's really really cool. Each each unit that you kill drops a little bit of experience, and then you pick up that experience, and then you just keep on going. So yeah, so that's the that's Vampire Survivors in a nutshell. 
But the more hilarious thing is that, and again, this game is like, I can't stress this enough. This is made by one dude. The graphics are super low. Like, like I think it's like 8-bit. This is like character. very old SNES, yeah. very new NES era graphics. Yes, but it has to be like that because you're literally killing thousands of mobs at once. So you can't, you couldn't, you couldn't, um, even in this new uh, new one that's made in, I think it's made in the, one of the most recent Unreal games, um, or sorry, engines, uh, you're, you're spawning like it's full 3D mobs and characters that he's using. And even that, like, I think there's a cap of like 200 because it just, it just, it just didn't have as many mobs as a vampire survivor does. Uh, but again, the, the really cool, interesting thing here is that apparently vampire survivors is getting a TV show. Okay. Like I'm looking yeah. at this game now. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of story there. There seems to be about as much story there as Tetris nope. does. It's, it's, Basically, somebody's like, "Yeah, we're gonna make a movie based off of um, uh, Alien Invaders." You know, old good old fashioned DOS based game for for those of you who are who are a little young. Um, you know, DOS is this thing where is no, never mind. Um, but but seriously, this this is getting a TV ad- adaption because IP so is king confused. in the modern era, and they will literally Apparently. make. A story out of anything, as long as there is a recognizable name behind it. Because screw like, it. The the whole plot summarized is like there lived an evil person named Bisconte Draculola, who whose many evil magics created a bad world filled with famine and suffering. It is now up to the members of the Belapse family to end his reign of terror for good and uh, and return good food to the table. That is the official description of the game. I'm not joking. I didn't make any of that up. It's it's based in Italy, uh, and that's the that's the game. That's that's the game, and it again brilliant in how he created an entire new genre literally overnight. Um, cool in how he's gone out of his way to create um, a, a great number of cool effects and visuals and stuff like that yeah um but yeah and i'm not sure i'm i'm assuming right now i am assuming that what we're getting is an animated show like you know akin to the the recent um uh what was the anime uh one that that netflix did with the oh cyberpunk castlevania. oh castlevania. castlevania it was just castlevania yeah, yeah so castlevania that again, that's what I, I kind of I'm feeling like we're getting is just an animated you know thing that's some because that you could sell right that you could totally sell like right off the cuff you're mm-hmm. like hey yeah I want to do I want to do like an animated and there is some animation in some of the recent trailers that he's put out for the game um, where he has these really cool animated you know very very anime ish characters running around on the screen doing doing some fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where my first thought is like, ah, this isn't really like, hey, let's take this game because it's such a brilliant masterpiece of, of writing. It's more like, hey, you know all that success that, um, that Netflix had with, uh, with uh, Castlevania? We can do the same thing <laughs> yeah. with Vampire Survivors. And that's where I think that's where that's coming from. That's, I, I, th- I think that's where they're getting that from. What's the story um, going to be about? I have no it's idea. To, <laughs> it's not hard to write a, an interesting vampire story. I mean, people Hollywood's been doing it, you know, like clockwork. With minus, of course, that whole glowing, sparkly vampire stuff. Yeah. But you know, that was vampires are easy to write. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a bit of a setback. But no, it, it seems like we're headed in a an interesting direction with this. And yeah, could could be. Could be something very interesting. Could be something that we we end up um, going. Wow, that was actually really intelligent. It's, again, especially if they make it like a really good vampire show. Again, you have to be really bad to really mess up vampires. It's so it's so simple. It's so easy. They're mm-hmm. so dark and gritty, and well, you can just do anything with the story. I mean, 
Where's Vampire the Masquerade 2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is that? I mean, they seem to be messing that up for some reason. But yeah, I get your point. Um, I, I, Loki, I, I kind of want it to be like The Lost Boys because that's my favorite piece of uh, vampire fiction. It's so stylish uh, and, mm-hmm. and 80s. All right. <clears throat> and last story. Um, the Red Cross, God bless them. Uh, I, I don't. Why did they say this? Side? So they came out. This is hilarious. You guys will laugh your butts off and then cry at this news because it's just so st- stupid. Uh, the International Committee of the Red Cross is urging gamers to play by the rules of internationally agreed war. When you're playing a video game, you have to play by the rules of international humanitarian wartime rules. So it sets guidelines for armed conflict. So if I'm playing Call of Duty and I'm placed against a guy from Russia, does that mean like is that if I kill him, is that an impetus for World War Three? Because you know, there's not allowed to be any North American boots on the ground in the Ukraine. Like, <laughs> I think I think more what it is is it's a if you are playing that you know that one game where you uh, you go into the airport and you just start mowing down people that that one very famous scene from that one very famous game yeah it's I don't 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 screw with me YouTube censorship don't don't you dare it was a it was a big product we're not showing anything yes yeah, they, they had they had some issues with there there's some people who have had issues with those that video clip before because it's a very surreal very um shocking shocking ho- and horrifying obviously I'm not I'm not saying this is good it's a horrifying thing uh we just walk into this this thing and just start mowing people down what they're insinuating here they're not saying it specifically and i'll read you another quote here in a second but what they're what they're insinuating is you sir mr video gamer playing video games on your couch we might just have to charge you with violations against you know humanity because of the way that you played that one video game that one time you know because you 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 know, when that soldier like threw down his gun, you know, because it glitched out because soldiers in, in most video games don't do that. Uh, that was him officially surrendering. And because you shot him now, you're now you're now you're going to be pulled to Nuremberg to be tried for war crimes. I'm not kidding. This is what they are saying and, and quoting here. Every day people play video games set in conflict zones right from their couch. Can you imagine? I added that bit. But right now, armed conflicts are more prevalent than ever. And to people suffering from their effects, this conflict is not a game. Did you know that when I jump on a Goomba, that that's not a game for some people? There are some people out there crushing poor things with their feet. Yeah, it's actually a thing. It's really disgusting and disturbing. Doesn't <laughs> lives make matter. me. Yeah, Cuba lives matter. It's like this this old skit. This really old old skit that um, that Rooster Teeth did had uh, had one guy go to die and go to heaven. And he gets to heaven and he's like, yeah, I've been trying to be a good person all my life. And the angel's reading is like, uh, well, I, I can see here that you picked on your sister in high school and you did this and you stole your grandma's cookie once. He's like, yeah, I did that. And then, um, and okay, so we're getting to the end of the list here. It doesn't seem to be anything too major. Um, oh, yes. Uh, you murdered uh, 150,000 soldiers. Excuse me, what? Yeah, uh, it says here you murdered 150,000 soldiers um, in some place called COD. <laughs> like, you mean the video game? Yes, yeah, you murdered them. They were they were uh, they weren't aggressive to you at all. They were AFK, so they were they were not engaging in that. And you also killed um, 250,000 Goombas. And then it shows a Goomba like flattened a flattened Goomba, and he's like floating there, and he's like. I had a family. You murdered me. He's like, but, but these are these are things in video games. Well, 
It's not about the, it's not about your actions. It's about your intent, man. Given how much Halo I've played, I must have committed like over a million genocide against the covenant. Am I going yep. to hell for that? <laughs> yeah, yep. it, this is a bit ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm looking at this article that you sent to me from CTV news. It, th- the Red Cross, I'm reading, I swear to God, guys, the Red Cross lists four rules that's adapted from the international humanitarian law that it encourages player, gamers to play by. Here's a couple of them. Use med kits on everyone. Gamers should use med kits on everyone, even if they're considered the enemy. Well, what if it doesn't give you the option to do that like most games do? Here's another one. No thirsting. What does that mean? Gamers should avoid shooting an enemy when they are down and can't respond. Well... I mean, good luck oh, ever no winning an Apex. Tapping. Good luck no, ever. <laughs> no double tap, like like in in uh, in you know Apex, Fortnite, or whatever. It's like you get you downed a, a person, uh, um, uh, PUBG. You down somebody, and it's like it's like oh no no you can't you can't you can't shoot that down person. Technically, you got to run over to them. You got to put you got to apply bandages and med kits to them because you know he's totally not going to shoot you back. He'll be, he's he'll he's be not going to so get up and shoot you back. And not that not that they can immediately respawn and join another game, which you can also do. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. What's what's the what's the other two? The Red, <laughs> the Red Cross doesn't recognize reincarnation as an actual thing. <laughs> They're very Christian. Can't you tell? It's in the name. Once you're dead, you're dead. You go to heaven. There's no more coming back. So, yeah, they don't recognize. <laughs> this is. So- no targeting of non-violent NPCs. So that Fallout game where you've been running around cleaning the the uh, just the killing everybody that you come across, <laughs> you are in hot water, sir. You are go- you are going to go to jail. How dare you kill? And I don't know if they meant to do this, but they put a sad face in here because of how they they structured the the, the sentence they actually put non-player character and then they put the colons so it just looks like the sad face like no targeting violent npcs no player character <laughs> sad face oh i see that no yeah. targeting civ- civilian buildings gamers should not target houses schools or hospitals in safe zones well oh you should do i that have been camped <laughs> I have been camped at the graveyard. Every time I respawn, I immediately get killed by the, you know, by the tons and tons of players that are just, you know, corpse camping the, the graveyard while the, the timer runs out for the round. Well, to you be, mean to that? Be, look, look, side to be to give the devil their due here. It is good ethics to not spawn camp your own team, right? I'll, I'll give your them own that. team or the enemy team? No, your own team. Like, no targeting civilian buildings, right? Like, you would imagine you're fighting on behalf of the civilians. You don't want to be <laughs> shooting your own dudes. Well, that's right. That's not exactly what they're saying. But never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Red Cross doesn't know what the hell they're talking <sighs> about. Like, God bless them for the stuff that they actually do in regards to real war. That's far more important than the stuff that we're talking about right now. It's just the confluence of interests here. There's they really don't seem to understand what they're talking about. Once again, I, I people think, can't separate fact from reality. I think we need to like write up, like do an official like app, like write up this like charter revolving around respawning and the rules around respawning in war mm-hmm. and then submit that to be up, applied to real war, real war scenarios. They want to move into the video game sphere. All right, let's take the video game sphere, move that into reality. So you got to double check with everybody to make sure that they have a respawn available, <laughs> if, you know, before you kill them. Yeah, because that'll go off just really well. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody knows whether they got that spare re- respawn waiting for them if they decide to do something stupid. Right. So we can uh-huh. only fight people in India and China and the Buddhists that live in San Francisco. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> that sounds like a great plan, guys. Oh, that that was a good one. Thanks for that side. Yeah. Um, Hilarious. What was I? What was I about to say? Uh, it, my brain is frazzled. That that I I can't remember the last time that I laughed that hard. Thank you for that. Anyways, um, yeah, I, that's a good one to end the show on. A good laugh. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, side, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. 
don't commit any international humanitarian law crimes. Yeah, don't play Spec Ops the line. Otherwise, you're going like you're going to jail. Like I don't know, a hundred counts of life. So what's that? Like twelve thousand years? Yeah, you can't get away from committing war crimes in Spec Ops the line. That's the whole point. Spoiler. Game's over 10 years old. That's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Maximum News. Make sure to give this episode a like, because when you do that, it tells the YouTube algorithm that not only this video is worth watching, but all the other videos on the Triple S Podcast channel and its sister channel, Triple S League, or brother channel. I don't want to discriminate. I want to thank Saib, as always, for doing this show with me. Saib, can you tell people about the main channel real quick before we sign off? Yeah, join us for news and streams. We're going to be covering a ton. Of, we got a ton of games coming out, starting with Age of Wonders. I'll be streaming that sometime this week, probably the same day that this video goes up or the day after. So please pay attention to that. If you're interested in the game, pop over. I'm probably going to be streaming it because I, I really love I really love the Age of, of Wonders games, and it's been a long time since we've gotten one of them direct from the source. Love it. Nice. And you guys could just find me on all the regular forms of social media, just at Max Derrett. I'll put links to my stuff and the main Triple S League channel in the description box below. Thanks, guys. And until we do this again next week, I want to remind you, as always, to remember, no Russian.